Hi there, welcome back to our channel. I'm Nick with NickCrib.com. Thank you for tuning in, where we're here to talk about online business, how to escape the nine to five, to spend more time doing what you love with the people you love. I'm your host, Nick Crib. And just for tuning in today, I'd like to give you something special. This is my knowledge to income workshop. And in this workshop, I'm gonna show you how to make your first $1,000 a month of passive income. You can view this at nickcrib.com workshop. Now let's get started. And today we're gonna to be talking about driving more traffic to your website. And I'd like you to be very attentive and stay focused today because we're gonna cover a lot of material. And I'm gonna show you uh, some of the more common yet technical ways that you can drive traffic to your website. But I'm also going to show you an easy way that you can drive traffic to your website. So let's go ahead and get started. Now, the first is um, optimizing SEO. If you don't know what SEO is, that's search engine optimization. SEO is a process of improving visibility and ranking of your website across the internet. So in other words, when somebody types in uh, a query in, let's say, Google, and they're trying to search for something, whenever they type in those keywords, the first thing that's gonna pop up are websites with the most optimized SEO. Now by improving your SEO, you improve your visibility and then that's gonna help people find your website. Now I have a few tips that you can use to optimize your SEO on your website. So first thing we're gonna talk about is when it comes to SEO is on-page SEO. On-page SEO is essentially things that are within your control that you can do on your website. And these include titles and tags, uh, meta descriptions, headlines, subheadings, images, alternate text, internal linking, URL structure, and even page speed. All these things factored together are going to help improve your ranking. Now, off-page SEO uh, essentially involves optimizing elements that are outside of the control of the website owner. So this essentially includes building backlinks from other reputable websites, social media engagement, shares, and online reviews and rankings. Ways that you can do this is, is reaching out to uh, other YouTubers or other websites or even news agencies, any sort of blog posts that are out there. The more reputable the website, the higher the quality of the backlink. And we're not gonna go into too much depth with SEO today, but it is just one of the ways that you can help bring traffic to your website. Another is keyword research. Now, keyword research is a process of identifying words or even phrases that people are using when they're searching online. By understanding what people are searching to learn more about a particular topic that maybe you cover, you can optimize the keywords that you use in your posts, your content, uh, your, your website to help those visitors or those searchers to find your website. Now, an example of this is to try to think, you know, what, what are people searching for when, when they're looking for your website? And sometimes we have to dumb this down a little bit because in some instances, if you imagine that somebody needs to understand more about a topic or understand more about the solution, oftentimes they don't understand the jargon or the, the words that we use to describe certain elements in our business and our service. For an example, if you're trying to teach somebody how to create a, a web domain, 
a lot of people don't understand what a domain is. And since they don't know what a domain is, they're not really going to search that in the keyword box, right? Instead, they are going to probably say, you know, how do I start a website? So by optimizing your keywords that are focused more around things that people would search, that's gonna help you rank a little bit higher. Now there's a number of tools out there that you can use to help with keyword research. For one, you could just search in Google and see what auto populates as you're typing in certain terms. But another is you can use YouTube itself um, and, and type something in the search bar, see what comes up, see what types of videos come up. And then also there's things like Google Trends, SEM Rush. Those websites will help you dig in a little bit deeper in uh, understanding keywords. Now, another way that you can drive traffic to your website is through advertising. And when I say advertising, I don't mean marketing because those are two different things. But in advertising, I'm talking about paying for an advertisement where you're reaching out and getting in front of your audience. Now, the downside with advertising is, for one, it can be very costly. Uh, but two, you're marketing in front of cold leads. Advertising can be extremely effective, but I personally find it extremely annoying. If it's done right and you do it appropriately, then I believe that you can really see some uh, big boosts in your business and your lead generation and the amount of money that you receive as long as all of your advertising is on point. But overall, how many of you really sit and, and watch every ad or engage with every ad that you see, let's say, on YouTube videos or even in your Facebook feed? Unless it is like pertinent to something that you've been looking for or it's very catchy, you're not going to click it. Most people don't. So just imagine that if you do advertising, you're going to get a very low click-through rate. So in the end, you need to make sure you're tracking your ad spend with conversions and understanding whether or not you're making money in that process. It is a fast way to lose money, but if optimized, it is a fast way to make money. Now let's talk about the easy method. The easy method is to create regular content. And when you're creating regular content, you want your content to be original and unique to you. So please don't just copy somebody else's material because the amount of work that somebody put into creating original content, if you copy that, you're actually making a sub-valuable uh, remix of whatever they've done. And if you copy it too closely, then you're just plagiarizing or people are going to really see it and, and they're not really going to engage with you as much because they're going to assume that you're just copying, right? So don't, don't be a copier. Now, there's nothing new under the sun, which essentially means that no matter what topics we cover, we're not going to be covering a topic that's just never been discussed before. The odds of that is just extremely low. But we can take content that we have learned and that we know and tweak it in a way that really resonates with who you are and then put it out that way. But if you put out your content, whether it's written or videos, and then you make that content highly valuable, something that people want to see, 
Now, I know the term that creating high value content is extremely uh, overused. And at the same time, why would anyone not make valuable content, right? But when I say make valuable content, what I mean is actually take some time to think about what you're doing. Don't just slap something together and assume people will want it. You need a game plan. Organize your material and just make it unique to you. Yeah, so also you just make sure you're posting content that people want, that people want to see, uh, that people can learn from and put it out there regularly. I don't recommend any less than once a week. If you're less than that, uh, people are less likely to tune in. And if you're posting it on YouTube, people are less likely to view your videos and you're less likely to gain traction in the YouTube algorithm. Written content is best for SEO and keyword search. So it's going to help you rank a little bit higher. So the more things that you put out, more blogs you put out, the more descriptions you write underneath your YouTube videos, the more likely you are to be found in search. And then you can also use photo content as well. So things like places like Instagram use a lot of photo content. In some photo content, depending on the platform you're using, you can actually embed keywords in the photo. Uh, for example, in Kajabi, in my website, when I put a photo up, I'm allowed to actually put keywords inside that photo. So when people go to search for something online, the keywords that are in my photo are going to allow the photo to rank a little bit higher in the algorithm. And if it ranks higher, people click the image and the image will take them to the associated post or the associated video. Now, the problem with photo content is it can just easily get lost in the internet. And I, I'm not a big fan of it. I think it's a great thing that you can use to boost your following and boost your engagement, but is not necessarily something that you can use as an evergreen model. And what I mean by evergreen model is, is having something that's constantly there and constantly searchable and constantly provides value to somebody in their time of need. One of the best ways to do that is actually putting out videos because the number of people that are watching videos are increasing at a highly rapid rate. And it also makes it easier for you to get your point across because you're not only able to explain, but you can include text. You can include images in your videos. You can get more in depth and you can be more personal in your approach. And as I said before, it, it's just easily searchable. If you wanted to learn something about photography and you decide you wanna to turn to YouTube and you type in, you know, photography 101 or, you know, how to get into photography, you're going to get a long list of videos that pop up. And if your videos, if you're constantly putting out regular content, your videos will be in that ranking. Now, one of the perks of free content marketing is that for one, people just love free stuff, right? So by giving things away for free, you are establishing credibility you are showing your expertise, and you're helping people. The more things you give away for free, the more people are going to be engaging and watching your content and coming back for more. And also with free content marketing, as I said before, it's easily searchable, it's easily shareable, and it helps you to grow your following. Now here's the downside of the free content marketing. 
And I think it's important to cover this, especially if you were deciding to get into creating YouTube videos to help drive traffic to your business, is that when it comes to free content marketing, it can take a long time to build your audience. It can take a very long time if you don't already have an established following. If you do have an established following, it's going to take you, obviously, significantly less time. So with that in mind, just understand that this is not going to give you overnight results. So the more video content you put out, the more people you can get on your email list, but it is just going to take some time. The people that have overnight success with their free content marketing and the people that have awesome launches where when they go to launch their digital product or their service, they get a huge influx of money coming in from new buyers and people that are just waiting for that. Those people already have an established following. Now, there's one more thing that I do want to cover, and these are ways to boost your following. If you want to try to get more people to your channel faster, I mean, SEO is a way to go. Putting regular content out is a way to go. You combine all these things, and that's that's going to be extremely helpful. But if you just make friends, <laughs> sounds so simple, right? But it is. If you make friends, and I mean like friends on YouTube, friends online, friends in your space and your niche or complementary niches, you can reach out to them and do guest posting. And there's a number of ways that you can get into guest posting. I'm not really going to cover too much about that today. But by guest posting on their channel, let's say they have 100,000 subscribers and you have five. If you guest post on their channel, providing value to them because they're probably looking for more content to put out on their channel to grow their channel. But by guest posting on their channel, you can actually get a, a huge stream of, of new subscribers from their subscriber base. And it's not like you're stealing from them in any way, shape or form, because when people are buying products from you or buying your services, what they're really buying is, is two things, results and, and the ability to work under you, right? They want you for what you can provide. See, there are so many people out there that are doing probably what you're doing. But the reason they haven't bought from them is either maybe they haven't seen them, maybe they don't think the results are what they want, or maybe they just don't like that person that's offering those results, even if those results are amazing. I've seen many online business instructors uh, especially now that I'm in the online business space, Facebook and YouTube, and they've, they have figured me out. They've figured out who I am and they are marketing to me like crazy. I see so many online business coaches that are out there that have this great track record of providing amazing results. But when I watch their content and I listen to their content, it just feels shady. I don't like it. It, it doesn't resonate with me. There are only two that I can think of that I really enjoy listening to because I feel like their values match with mine. Just understand that when you are putting content out, people are going to be drawn to you for you. 
and for the results that you can provide. So don't think that you're stepping in stealing clients because people aren't going to come to you unless they feel like you are the one that they want. And then you could also ask for a shout out. If you're able to connect with somebody and maybe provide value in some way, shape or form, helping them out in some way or helping them improve their business in some way, there's a number of things that you can do to get another business or another YouTuber to just shout out your channel, shout out your products or services. Um, and by them doing that, now the people that are on their email list or in their subscriber base is going to see that and, and might go and check out your channel and might check out your website. And then you might end up getting more leads that way. Now, I hope some of these tips were helpful. I hope that um, some of the things that we covered today can help you rank a little bit higher on YouTube and get more traffic to your website and get more leads on your email list. If you found any of this helpful, let me know in the comment below which one of these tips that I've covered today are, are most valuable to you. Which one of these tips do you feel like, if implemented, would cause the greatest increase in your following your subscriber base. I'd love to hear from you. And I'd also like to know if there's anything else that I didn't cover today that you feel is extremely important and you can help others with. So just put that down in the comment below as well. In the meantime, you guys take care, stay safe, and have a great day.